Hello again, and welcome to another episode of Friends, Facts, and Fiction. As always, this podcast is made possible by our local convenience stores, the misappropriation of history, and you. And now to your hosts, Justin Hammonds, Brant Bramlett, and Drew Shellnut. What's up? What's happening, world? This is a podcast called Friends, Facts, and Fiction. And we're back again, episode 15, season four, uh, New Australia. Mm-hmm. Little Aussies. Oh. Um, yeah, got some hot facts on that today. But uh, I'm Justin Hammonds. I'm looking at my boy, Drew Shellnut. Howdy. And my boy, Grant Bramlett. Yeah, it's New Australia, not not old Australia. Right. Or just Australia. Just new Australia. We're talking about a new one over here. A new one. Yeah, right. A new one. Uh oh. Yeah. New Testament, Old Testament type of vibe. Uh. Anyway, yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> give me give me about five more minutes on that. <laughs> um, yeah. Um, well, yeah. I hope y'all are doing well out there um, in these crazy times. Um, yeah. Remember, you can always support us at anchor.fm backslash friends facts fiction. Give us that five star review, um, that that thumbs up, that follow, or whatever you like. Um, you know, Instagrams and all that. Um, but yeah, man, we we back. How y'all feeling? Everybody good? Pretty good. Uh, I'm, yeah, no, I'm, I'm I'm doing doing all right. My, uh, I just kind of really want to punch Vladimir Putin in the face. <laughs> Sure. That's that's about yeah. that's sure. About Somebody should definitely. And also want to tell you guys from Canada, thank you for listening so much. Mm, there you go. Hell yeah. <laughs> you guys yeah. are our biggest listeners other than the United States right now. We have ten provinces in Canada listening in. So oh, yeah. I, I appreciate that. That's what's up. We all appreciate yeah. that. Yeah. Pretty yeah. good little bump there. Yeah. So right on. Maybe I'll make the last episode of this season about Canada. Maybe I'll find some yeah. horribly, horribly embarrassing historical story about Canada. Yeah. As a thank you. As a thank you. Here you go. Here's they, some. They, they know their syrup. You know what I'm saying? That's <laughs> so I'm saying. But, um, yeah, man. Crazy times. We did the politics last week. Anyway. Yes, we did. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Well, um, yeah. Everybody, if everybody's good, we can just dive on in. We can jump straight into it. I will say real quick, though. Um, have y'all... It's, I mean, this is very me. I'm about to talk about a movie that is like, yeah, probably have seen it, and it's been out for a while. Why are you just now getting around to it? You know? Bro, real, a quick aside for you. The guy, uh, then, a homie of mine texted me yesterday. I was like, bro, have you seen Get Out? I'm like, dog. <laughs> are you kidding me? Dog. You like, a, it feels like a decade ago, my dude. Like, what? Come on, but man. Anyway, anyway. Uh, sorry to bother you. Finally oh, got yeah. around no, to watching bro. that. Amazing. What the, the fuck? Ending, yeah. <laughs> dude. Bro, when they started so doing well. the voiceovers with like David Cross and Patton Oswalt, mm-hmm. I was like, that's very clever. Mm-hmm. I love yeah. how like, yeah. like they're edging that line of uh like you know surrealism and, mm-hmm. and like you know absurdity and stuff mm-hmm. like that yeah and then he goes into that trying to find the bathroom at the <laughs> horrible it's, dude's house as well i was like i what i just hold on what <laughs> it's a lot to look at you waited that long to, to drop the bomb. then drop this yeah. like God yeah. damn! Yeah, man. It's uh, I forget dude's name uh, that directed it, but um, he's uh, like the funk god of Oakland, mm-hmm. uh, and um, he filmed it in Oakland. It's very Oakland, like yeah. super Oakland. Ooh, heavy, yeah, yeah, <laughs> but, heavy, uh, heavy. yeah. Homie of mine had a few tags in it actually. Like when he's driving through the hood, a little graffiti and shit. Homie Clayton. Oh no, shit! Uh, yeah. That's cool. But um, but yeah, bro, that movie's wild as fuck. <laughs> yeah, I seen that shit in theater, bro, and I was shook. I'm not gonna lie. I'm so glad I and didn't I was, see it I in the theater. Kind of dating a simple girl at the time. She was like, "What in the fuck did you just take me to see?" And I was like, "Well, it was dope. It was weird, but it was it dope. It was weird as hell. It was." <laughs> she honestly, couldn't comprehend the, what the misses were conveying from the jump. Though, mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like she was, yeah, yeah, a little innocent. It was. A, it was a really, really good satire <laughs> on you know, like current cultural situations and just the, how we built our economy. Mm-hmm. No word. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, yeah, I thought that was really cool. It's, it's pretty dope, man. I love that movie. I see it's on, uh, it says Netflix now? Yeah, that's finally, why. It finally, finally made it to Netflix. It finally yeah, made yeah, it to Netflix work. and it like popped yeah. up on like a little suggested for me. And I was like, oh yeah, I totally forgot that I've wanted to watch that movie for 
a few years. <laughs> I mean, yeah. so, even... sorry to bother you. Be ready for a surprise. I'm going to say there. Uh, Real pant shitter. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Super litty. <laughs> Man, Lakeith, uh, Stanfield? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I love the, um, you, I hope you have a great day. I hope you have a great week. Yeah. I hope you have a good month. Yeah. I hope you have a good year, cuz. Yeah. You smell good. What is that? <laughs> <laughs> and they got like a compliment fight with yeah. each other. That was That's really so good. Yeah. One of my favorite scenes in that movie. Charmed, <laughs> I'm sure. But yeah, man. Uh, it's on you, player. Yeah. Song of the day of the week. So, song of the day. Um, was it last week or two weeks ago? We played one of our favorite Earth King. It wasn't last week because I played that um, Rick James oh, rock right. version. <laughs> yeah, yeah, two weeks ago. Two weeks ago. Yeah, this is off their new album that is really quite good. The album so, called Ghetto Gods. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so. so I went with the uh, self-titled. What I say is gospel. I cook this with love. They're going to eat it up and swallow, swallow me. I'm from the ghetto, baby. Seen bodies in the street so I could tweet. I came from the, and I turned a mustard seed into a million in the discussion. Mm. Had a TED talk with the higher me, show me how to run it up. I need all my cheese. Every day that I wake up, I'm pinching myself, can't believe that I'm really me. Popping shows in New Zealand, boy, you is not eating, man. We do not play in the same league. I gave my mama some racks and she asked me if I'm selling drugs. I said, Mama, please. If I would, <laughs> if I would, would you think mm. I let you know? <laughs> <laughs> Oops, I thought I hit that pause button there. There we go. I like the uh, I like those swelling strings in yeah. the background. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It makes it flow so nice. Yeah. And speaking on flow, I really like that it's that sort of like, you know, real triplet oriented sort of like trap kind of flow, but then mm-hmm. they've broken it up and made it way more interesting than a lot of other guys that are um, utilizing that like style. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? They, they, they're really utilizing that uh, the idea that Kendrick really uses where my voice is the horn. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I'm I'm a jazz. My voice is a jazz instrument. You yeah. Know what I'm saying? yeah. And really just going on those nuances of like what a horn would do. Yeah. In a solo, basically. Yeah. I just I don't know. I really am very impressed with them just because I think they've taken a, an incredibly popular art form right now and then elevated it to yeah. something that's actually art. You know. Yeah. I mean, it's compared it's, to a lot of the other shit. It's, <laughs> it's, uh, they, they are they are collectively like outcasts of this generation. Yeah. For sure. Like, yeah. You know, Pretty much. And Andre 3000 was like there for the whole recording of the album and shit. Oh, no shit. Sure. That's know. awesome. That's yeah, really they're cool. super tight with him. I mean, obviously. He's seen those cats early on and was like, okay, there's something here. Yep. Yeah. There's something here. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. But yeah. Love those guys. Earth Gang. Check it out. Um, but yeah, man, before we start in these hot facts, you know what I'm saying? Um, get comfortable. You know what I mean? Yeah. Lay back. <clears throat> Feel me? Or, you know, keep working and keep driving. <laughs> Cutting your grass, you know, hanging out in the backyard. <laughs> whatever whatever you're doing, you know what I'm saying? Just relax. You know what I'm saying? Get these hot facts. You know what I mean? Yeah. All right. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and now I kind of, I feel like I want to like yell the entire thing now. After all that. <laughs> <laughs> after the Wusa moment. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> hey, just uh, chill back, you know, and uh, relax. Okay, so on September 6th. In 1861, William Lane was born in Bristol, England, oldest of five sons and one daughter. His father, James, was an Irish Protestant, and his mother, Caroline, was English, uh, Catholic. James had a landscaping company, and at the peak of his career, employed 20 men. He also loved the local pub, and eventually drank to the point of losing the company and ruining their family. Like you should. And just kind of bailed. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> prompting William to promise his mother that he would never, ever drink. Mm. Mm-hmm. And then his mom died when he was 14. And so oh. here's a little weird thing of the times, you know, of the late uh, 1800s. Uh, so his teacher gave him enough money to travel to Canada for work. What? At 14 years old. Wait, why? Hey, again, shout out to Canada, man. Y'all out here. But, yep. um, what? What? I just thought that was so weird. Anyways. What kind of relationship is that, bro? Your teacher going to pimp you out real quick? (laughs) Yeah, right? Right. (laughs) Hit his money. Go get some work, player. So on his way over to Canada, (laughs) the the captain of the ship liked him enough to let him sleep on the boat uh, in in port until he found his own place to live. Soon Mm. after, he got sick and went to the hospital where the doctor noticed that he had a club foot. 
Mm. Well, how did you not notice that before? Yeah, I know. Yeah. It's pretty obvious. <laughs> it, it doesn't just pop up like a pimple and disappear. My <laughs> no, no, no. It's a burst defect. Yeah, and the foot is formed like inward and down. So it looks like it's sideways off of your ankle. You know That's what I mean? That's crazy. Mm-mm. <laughs> how do you even hide something like and that? And so here's another <laughs> fucking weird thing. The doctor offered to fix it for free. Wait, how's this dude just falling up? I like, don't know. Fail, <laughs> fail, right. Failing like, upwards is the, the entire deal of this guy's guy. life. He's a con it's, man. It's amazing. Like, yeah, uh, like, con man. We're getting close. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Um, but he didn't do the best job, so it caused William to have a lifelong limp. In 1884, he married, <laughs> met, and married a 19-year-old girl from Detroit uh, named Anne. They had a baby the next year and went back to England. But they didn't stay long because one of his brothers was about to head to Australia where two other brothers already were. Hmm. And so they decided, I guess, let's hop back on another boat. This dude is just this world time, traveling, go bro. all the way down to Australia. Yeah. And I think that was kind of the hot thing to do yeah, at the time. Yeah. You know? yeah. Like if you didn't have a lot of money in England, it was like, well, there's this new place, Australia. Mm-hmm. Like, you know what I mean? Check it out. Or, I mean, <clears throat> just like him going from like Canada to Detroit. Back to England, it's like a lot of traveling for that time. I know. Yeah, it doesn't seem like a cheap life. Yeah. Mm-mm. Anyway. They landed, they landed in Brisbane, where he confided to one of his brothers that he hoped to one day found a communist colony. Mm. What? <laughs> but what? Hold on. Heart left turn. Yeah. What the fuck did that come from? Like, <laughs> dude. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> what? <laughs> I was, I was, I was like, all right, little con man, whatever. Mm-hmm. Now as a communist, yeah, community trying mm-hmm. to build. What the fuck? And yeah. he was twenty four. What fucking person in their right mind at twenty four years mm-hmm. old is going to say, you know what? Yeah. Let's make a communist community. Well, I'll go ahead and say no one is in their right mind at 24 anyway. <laughs> yeah, I was about to say, I was thinking of me at 24. So, Fantastic point. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh, actually, that was my golden birthday. Uh. 24 on the 24th of 2014. Uh-oh. That shit was litty. So he... Uh, <laughs> He kind of fell into print media and ended up doing really well as a journalist, uh, especially with like uh, slums, labor violations, um, anything basically to like win him the trust of the working class. That was like his real big thing. Is like if people are being oh, treated poorly. Okay, okay. So this is a politics. That kind of ties yeah. into the whole communist thing too. Mm-hmm. You know, everybody's yeah. equal. You yeah, know what I mean? yeah. So oh yeah, he's for sure. Sussing out people that are being mistreated, <clears throat> that are you know blue collar, mm-hmm. and then bringing it to light yeah. and saying, this is bad. Yeah. You know, that kind of yeah, thing. Yeah. So it does make a little bit of sense, I guess, now that we've got a little more information, but like, <laughs> so fucking funny. Weird. Yeah. It, but very it was strange. his very firm conviction that if capitalism and the wage system were abolished and socialism was put in place, then greed, envy, malice, and jealousy, and crime would simply disappear. <laughs> well, you know, because <laughs> parts of, of the human condition. Yeah, I was about to say, none of that is the human <laughs> fucking natural way of life. Remind fuck? you, he's 24. Exactly. Yeah. Oh, when you think you know everything, but mm-hmm. you don't know shit. You don't know shit. Yeah, I remember that. <laughs> so he soon became quite influential in the trade union of North Australia or Queensland, if you know the area, because I didn't. So I just decided to say North. In 1887, mm-hmm. he founded the Bellamy Society, which was based on the writings of Edward Bellamy's most famous novel, Looking Backward. Because that's where you need to look. Which is a utopian sci-fi in which a man is put into a hypnotized coma to treat his insomnia and wakes up in the distant future of the year 2000 oh God. to find America as a socialist paradise. <laughs> <laughs> Missed the cue Ooh. on that one. Ooh, boy, way off my G. Hell, 99, we were all worried the world was going to fucking end, first of all. Yeah. <laughs> William's weekly paper, cleverly called The Boomerang, Uh, was an instant success covering fun topics like poor medical practices, prostitution, city jail, and the yellow peril, or a much, much more horrific way of addressing the rising Chinese population of Queensland. Oh, my God. I was not expecting that. I was Mm. not either. A lot of left turns, bro. Ah, A lot of left turns. Jesus. He's not a good guy. No. (laughs) No. (laughs) Like one article uh, entitled, Sunday Night in a Chinese Gambling Hell. Wow. Was one of the articles (laughs) released in his excellent, excellent paper, The Boomerang. So yeah, like a racist TMZ. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Maybe. In 1890, <laughs> yeah. there was some trouble with uh, sheep farmers and their labor force, the unionized shearers, which is just an awesome name. Yeah, that's great. Uh, they went on strike. Uh, their place was taken by a bunch of dirty, rotten scabs from Melbourne. Uh oh. And the Wharf's labor union wouldn't buy the wool provided by these scabs. Or they called them blacklegs in Australia at the time. Mm. Yeah, black legs. I don't know how I feel about that. I don't know. Real quick, running back, unionized shears. Uh That's dope. Isn't that a dope name? I think of like a glam rock band with just sheer outfits the whole time. (laughs) (laughs) Sam (laughs) Sam. Anyway, that was just a tangent thought. Had to get it out. They don't have an Ebo on the guitar. They just have a shear. (laughs) 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 And they open up for a shear. Oh, hey <laughs> Two nights only. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> anyway, back to these uh, racist-ass Australian people. Or English people. The unionized shears yeah. with share. Um, <laughs> so, and then two more unions joined in, leading to what is known as a general strike, where basically everything comes to a halt, right? Mm-hmm. Severely hurting the industries from August to October. Mm. The Brisbane Telegraph said that William Lane was the man behind the curtain. And said that he was a real criminal. The Legislative Assembly called Lane an arch fiend who stands behind the men. Everyone eventually had to go back to work, essentially defeating the unions. So they turned into deeper into politics with the formation of the first Labor Party in that area. I don't know if you guys know a lot about Labor Parties, but they turn bad fast mm-hmm. most mm-hmm. of the time. Mm-hmm. This is sounding very similar to what Hitler had going on, too. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's right up in there with any mm. fucking fascist-thinking motherfucker, honestly. Mm-hmm. Anyway. So uh, Lane turned to talking very often about establishing a cooperative commune, either in Australia or abroad. Mm. So instead of quietly confiding to his brother, he's now talking out loud, especially mm-hmm. after he's gotten more clout, you yeah. know? A lot of yeah. people are apparently looking at him, yeah, he's got looking to now. him for leadership and mm-hmm. all this kind of stuff, yeah. It's fucked up what attention can do sometimes. Right. At one point, <laughs> he wrote... Uh, Here's a quote here. The argument is that if socialism is shown to be practical, it will set such an example and incite such determination in other states. It will spread all over the world and a revolution will be brought about. So he thinks if he can just set one up properly, everybody else is going to be like, oh, man, that's amazing. And it's just going to take off, (laughs) you know, kind of like how North Korea did or like Russia is doing uh, now is doing with the lies about the Nazi bullshit when their fucking president in the Ukraine is Jewish. Mm -hmm. (laughs) It's crazy, idiots. It's fucking wild. It makes sense because I mean it's worked really well so many times. I mean that's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. obviously obviously it's the way to go. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You know we keep trying the same shit every few hundred years. I love it. Let's just see what happens. I guess no such thing as a definition of insanity. Just saying. (laughs) On May second of 1891. His socialist newspaper announced that the new Australian Australian Settlement Association was to visit South America with the Argentinian government for a settlement of a cooperative community of agriculture and wool. The chairman was William Lane. So the first NASA, bro? Yeah. <laughs> I love that you picked that up so hey, fast because uh, I was right? literally when I was like, almost this, like wait this, those letters dude, are something when I was typing this up I was like man that's such a long name and then I was like oh wait N-A-S-A oh shit <laughs> so I've decided to call it crazy NASA crazy <laughs> NASA so that's what I'm going to refer to this as that's amazing from now on that's great crazy Word. NASA <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man, that's wild. I literally didn't even see that in the doc. Yeah. Uh, Membership to this group pretty quickly grew to the hundreds with recruiters traveling town to town. When you join, each male member must uh, contribute all the capital he possesses, and it cannot be less than 60 pounds. They were still on the pound system. Mm -hmm. Mm. Um, Which was a lot of money at the time, leading to people sell their houses to become members of Crazy NASA. Oh, bro, so mm. this, this is this is like a, uh, well, definitely a cult, but or um, less, yeah. it's like the fucking, uh, the thing, fuck. I'll come back to me. Yeah. Come back in the circle. <laughs> it's one of those cults that, like, people literally, like, gave up their whole savings to, like, be a part of this. Yes. Nexus. Nexus? Yeah, Nexus. Yeah, Nexium or Nexus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That yeah, shit yeah. is wild. Anyway. I think there's a Nexium and a Nexus. 
I wouldn't be surprised. Anyways. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> email us uh, to correct us. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we were supposed to have a guest on today, but he couldn't make it. Um, one that we've had before. Yeah, shout out to Nick Stone. Uh, he's a Kiwi. And so I decided it'd be really fun to have a Kiwi on to make fun of this crazy fucking Australian situation. Oh, man. So I wrote this one <laughs> Maybe in that, here. That would have got us some emails right there for sure. Yeah. <laughs> That would have, I wrote this next line in for him. Uh, also, people must have really wanted to get out of Australia. Burn. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Just kidding. Love you, Australia. Uh, the basis for communal organization stated that there will be communal ownership of all the means of production, distribution, communal conduct of production and distribution, communal conduct of maintenance of crazy NASA's children. So... <laughs> Everybody takes care of the kids. There's no parents. Yeah. Oh, no, so no identities, uh-huh. basically. Surplus would Start. be divided equally amongst all adult members. Women are viewed equal to men, but are not required to pay any con- uh, contribution. And, of course, like any communist country, membership would be denied to anyone who doesn't know English, any person of color, including anyone married to a person of color, living with a person of color, Anyone with a questionable reputation. Well, y'all got questionable reputations in the first place. The fuck? <laughs> anyway. Right? Or anyone who would be known to be, it was known to be against the Labor Party at any point. So the Labor Party is just a bunch of like British throw off white dudes. <laughs> yeah. That's what it sounds like. Yeah. Pretty, pretty much. Massively, yeah. massively racist it's, ones too. Yeah. <laughs> Apparently. This, this is like, uh, you know, a KKK. Jesus. Basically, of, of yeah, of Australia, <laughs> yeah, pretty much the AAA. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> <Dude>. Anyway, <laughs> and as far as liquor is concerned, members shall pledge to be teetotalers or someone who does nothing. Mm-hmm. Oh. Old school term for that. Mm, teetotalers. Nobody's eligible for uh, the pioneers, no matter what's already been paid, if they are not full white suffering from any contagious disease or not square with his fellow workers. Mm. So some people tried to bait by their way into this and then they found out that they have mixed blood yeah. or got in a fight with a coworker at some point. <laughs> Those are two very different things. Uh, <laughs> Daryl really liked that fucking stapler, dude. <laughs> yeah, this dude is they wilding out here, bro. Two of the most important elements of crazy NASA were mateship, as in friendship, but they're Australian. Mateship, Mm. that's what he called it. And straightness. Now, I'm talking honesty-wise, not because uh, no. homosexuals weren't even no, that a wasn't, thing. That wasn't even no, no, no. A, a Yeah, they didn't exist until the 80s. Acceptability. Exactly. Yeah. You know, yeah. That started in the 80s. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Anyway. Oh, God damn. To this, uh, Lane wrote, the desire to be mates, the ideal of living together in brotherhood and kindness. If things were... Once fixed right, we should no more need laws to make good mates, nor laws to make healthy women good mothers. What? He thought that if he created this perfect society, you wouldn't need laws anymore. And <laughs> all women would want to have babies, I guess. <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> you know, bros being bros. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, I want a baby now. <laughs> Oh my god, this is some Jim Jones shit. I know, right? <laughs> to this, uh, it's, it's all it's every fucking cult and fucking fascist shit all in god, one. It's Damn amazing, cool, on the wildest fucking island in the world. Jesus so, fucking Christ! Uh, a very common question would often uh, arise: Well, what do you do with lazy men? Solution: Keep moving them from more strenuous work to an easier job. Wait, what? I turn up. Well, what if they still can't keep up? <laughs> then you put them to work with the women. <laughs> proving him to be a failure as a man and it would be public knowledge at that First point. of all, I love working with women because they're way more organized than men. Yeah. Are you kidding me? It's yeah, like, like hey, yeah. job one, go bust boulders all day long. It's like, oh, that sounds a little too much. Okay, fine, go like plow that field over there. It's like, oh, all right, fine, go take care of the kids with the women and like cook food. It's like, oh. word, son, let's Quick, get no, it. Thanks. Dope, dope, dope. <laughs> they already got it down. Exactly. <laughs> Anyway, that make me a soft dude. I just like fun stuff. <laughs> anyway. <I don't> know. <laughs> uh, now, regarding women in crazy NASA, 
Lane wrote, We do not compel either man or woman to marry, but as an association, we scorn the notion that either man or woman was made to be alone. We hold a man's life incomplete unless he has taken a woman into his heart and thrown her into his home. Wow. That's a quote. You got to throw uh, that, that was a little aggressive. <laughs> you know, it's like, it's, like a, it's like a wet noodle. <laughs> That's some caveman Wait till shit, it sticks. Bro. Hello. Yeah. <laughs> Al dente. <laughs> 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 we hope that a woman has lived vainly and without joy and lest... Uh, from among manly men, she has freely chosen a husband. Wow. Upon whom, in all purity and virtue, she can pour out the pa- uh, the passionate affection that is in every woman's heart. There will be no compulsion for every single woman to marry. Every single girl who joins us can die an old maid if it pleases her to be so erratic. Mm. Mm. What the fuck? Our bachelors will be the finest in the world, strong and honest and manly, with the manliness <laughs> that to- that town life destroys. Mm, this like, sounds like Donald Trump. The girls that yeah. will go will be less than human if the men do not win their hearts and make them loving wives and happy mothers. Huge. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> so the only way a woman can be happy is if a dude throws her in a house? Yeah, <laughs> but if Christ. she chooses to be so erratic and die an to, old maid, that's her choice too. To that's say fuck choice. love, yeah. I'm just chilling. <laughs> oh man, that shit's wild, bro. Man, we were talking about shit the other day. It's like, why can't you just be like, hey, that's what you want to do? Cool, I'm gonna keep rocking over here though. <laughs> yeah, I mean, y'all some weirdos, bro. Like fuck this. I know, right? God damn. Now, quick non sequitur. Paraguay is a country in the center of South America. And had a recent tragedy, gaining its independence from Spain in 1811. Then had three back-to-back horribly abusive dictators, like the worst in South America's history. Mm. Um, Then they experienced more than 20 revolutions. Damn. And brought twice to the brink of disaster by fighting international wars with Uruguay, Brazil, and Argentina from 1856 to 1870. The population was reduced from 800,000 to less than 250,000, of them primarily women and children. That's so fucked up. Ooh. Okay. Now, initially, we were talking about going to Argentina for crazy NASA, right? Yeah. Well, he realized that Paraguay is in a pretty shitty situation. Yeah. We got yeah, all yeah. these ladies and no dicks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's a celebration, bitches. So Lane uh, wrote, over three great continents, our race has spread itself, seeking land to build itself the home we all desire. Every time we have failed because we carry the social sin that brings poverty, misery, and crime, we are going to live as mates. So like like I said earlier, uh, Paraguay was in serious need of dudes and gave Crazy Nasha a portion of their land in exchange. They were... (laughs) Required to establish 800 families within four years. Jesus. To bring their male population back up and also have spouses for all these women. That's so crazy, bro. I thought you meant that the 250, uh, or the people that died were women and children. The women and no, children. No, no, I'm sorry. That yes, yes. Survive. Uh, That's why he's going to The 250 bring, remaining. So he's delivering yeah. dick across the world. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Pretty much. Picking this up in real time. Here we go. Okay. Yep. Now, <laughs> which also, is also funny though, because <laughs> people from Uruguay are of color, uh-huh. and Paraguay as well, and Paraguay. Uh-huh. So of color, yeah. Just South America. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, what can't Crazy NASA do? Right. <laughs> fuck Appar- with people of color. Exactly. So they can't uh, fuck yeah. with people of color, but they're oh, fucking back. with the mm, yeah. Mm. Mm, make and, an exception, uh, huh? I have a, a feeling that um, William Lane just omitted that little detail to Paraguay. <laughs> it's like, ah, you know what? Yeah, after, after, after checking these women out, I um, saw, just saw a couple thick thighs out here. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we're going to reconsider some things, okay? All right, we so, can, but y'all can't. Right. Yep. <laughs> so they paid uh, 13,500 pounds for a ship called the Royal Tar Ugh. to bring 200 men in. Uh, women and children on an eight-week voyage from Sydney to Paraguay. 
The settlers gathered to wait for the ship to depart and almost immediately separated into one group that trusted Lane completely and one that questioned him intensely. <laughs> Although no one expected the wait uh, to depart to last more than 60 days and then the travel time would be a little under 60 days. It took 130 days for them to even be able to leave. Good Lord. Due to some weird Australian law. Wow. Yeah. And so they were just stuck on this boat in fucking bay for like over twice as long as they thought the entire journey was going to be, you know? (laughs) Hmm. Um, The final count of passengers came out to 220. 43 of the men were unmarried, but there were only seven single women over the age of 16. Mm. The rest were families. Mm-hmm. Lane spent much of his time in his cabin because he was upset about an incident that occurred in week three. Mm. Okay. Okay, so this couple... <laughs> it was like a, Go they're on. Both, they're mm. both single. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and they like to take evening walks on the deck. But Lane decided, I guess it annoyed him, I don't know, and he decided to post um, like a decree, I guess you could say, that no single ladies could be out past 6 p.m. unless accompanied by their parents. This was wildly resented, and he was presented with a uh, a crowd of dissenters, and he tried to resign on the spot, but they rejected it. So week three, (laughs) what he was like... I don't want any single women walking at, at nighttime. And they were like, that's fucking stupid. Why are yeah. you saying that? And his response was, then I quit. Then I quit. <laughs> and then they said, no, no, no you no. can't. You're not, you're not quitting, my G. Yeah. That's not an option. <laughs> oh, I can't, I can't just walk away. They didn't want uh, the, like ship's leadership or, or like to shift leadership basically mm-hmm. mid journey. Mm-hmm. And he was the one solely that held the mortgage on the boat. So he kind of needed to be there. Yeah, he captain. needed to yeah. be on the phone. You know, boat, like, yeah. <laughs> well as, y'all can take over. Yeah, I'm fine he, with this. You, <laughs> built, you built your own cage, my dude. Mm-hmm. Yeah, chill up in there, player. So that same woman that liked to take her uh, nighttime walks uh, continued to do so. And so Lane just sulked in his cabin. The whole time? The whole rest of the time. Just because this one chick likes to see the sunset on Uh the fucking ship. He even had a dining table built in his cabin so he and his wife could host small dinners and not have to eat with, like, the full group. Oh, wow. (laughs) Jesus. So when they finally embarked upon their journey, everybody put all their shit in a big pile, more or less. You could say, like, all of of their belongings because this is supposed to be, you know, a communist, uh, Mm -hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. Kind of a thing now. And they had plenty uh, um, of like cups and plates and cutlery to go around, but people started to choose to eat out on the deck and these items would go overboard. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. When Lane used <laughs> his private table in his cabin, he would take a full set for himself and anybody else that he was eating with. And um, once more than like half of all of the items were lost, which is a, an insane amount to be just mm-hmm. dropping off the side of the yeah, boat. That's like, wild. Once you do get that your shit together, like, yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's like okay, we lost like eighty plates yeah. last night, bro. Yeah. Can we chill? Like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> people confronted him about taking like a full set just for himself and his little special cabin because you know that's not the fucking way that they're supposed to be living. Yeah, that's this. Yeah, and to that he said, you can't expect me to take a loss if you can't look after your things. Oh, Jesus. You know, (laughs) socialism. (laughs) 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 Fucking moron. Man, this dude is everywhere, bro. He's encompassing all fucking stupidity. Yeah. The Royal Tar landed on September 11th at the capital of Paraguay. Lane left to visit with the federal consort. Before leaving, he posted a notice saying that no one can leave the ship until he goes back. Several passengers announced that they were going to shore in the morning, no matter what, and they did. And they came back shit-faced. <laughs> of course. <laughs> we're on this fucking ship with this stupid-ass dude, bro. And not letting anybody drink ever. No. And he pissed us off the entire yeah. time, you know? <laughs> we're going to Fuck this, bro. Hmm. And the ones that um, supported Lane shouted at them scabs when they came back <laughs> to the boat. And so a brawl developed. So he's got a divide amongst his divide. Hey? Uh-huh. And so uh, one guy, he was so bad, he had to be locked up until the next morning. So it must have been a pretty good fucking fight. Right. Um, when Lane finally came back, he offered free passage back to Australia for anyone who wanted 
because he came back to such a horrible scene of like, wait, you guys are trash. We're not supposed to drink at all. Why is that guy locked in the closet over there? What the fuck happened? You know? <laughs> and his thing again, basically, but to me, that was like a way for him to just give up again. Yeah. He's like, you know uh, yeah. what? Anybody that doesn't want to be here, that's not going to act right. Just leave. Yeah. You just yeah. go back home. And they're like, yeah. we just got off the fucking boat. Are you kidding me? No. <laughs> I was about to say, you know, we like, just got here. Bro. Yeah. Like, fuck that. Oof. I don't know. There were no takers. Everybody decided to stay. Yep. Uh, the temperance clause remained, but the drinking did uh, very, very much continued. <laughs> oh, yeah, of course. Once you break that threshold, it's like, okay, fuck yeah. it, we yeah. get drunk. <laughs> uh, on Thursday, uh, so which I think was three days later, four days later, they arrived at their new home. New Australia, hmm. what he called it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. And within two months, there were two competing factions, the the Royalists and the Rebels. Oh, wow. The Rebels liked to drink and I were forgot. increasingly suspicious of Lane. Mm. And apparently, some of them agreed uh, to this journey for profit and gain. Mm. They were going to get there, figure out how they can make this work for them. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. It's basically a new beginning. Like, we're... Yeah. yeah. New, new land I can take over. Right. Um, the Royalists, uh, head guy wrote, the captain of the native police reported that some of our members were stealing tools and exchanging it for liquor. And that one man had promised <laughs> a, um, a native that if he could get him a native woman, he would give him one of our girls. Wow. <laughs> They quickly went ham yeah, by yeah. stealing from themselves to exchange for liquor and then also being like, hey, uh, I'll give you one of my white ones for one of your colored ones. Yeah, like, <laughs> we're we're, we're going to trade people real quick, bro. Don't worry about it. Wife swap. Yeah. The fuck? Um, uh, <laughs> they was walling, bro. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, Two guys named uh, Patty Lynch. Terrible name. And another, uh, uh, Charles Manning. They got in a fist fight in the middle of the little, like, town, village or whatever mm-hmm. because uh, Manning accused Lynch of setting fire to some of his thatching grass. Uh-oh. Or for us, it'd be his roof because yeah, these yeah. are all mm-hmm. grass-thatched roofs and mm-hmm. huts and shit that mm-hmm. they built, you know. And when they were fighting, a, a, cr- a huge crowd developed around them and someone in the crowd shouted to take an axe to him. That's right. <laughs> Is yeah, me on a Bama game? They went, uh, <laughs> they went back to the fucking gladiators. Fucking I'm just saying, I just wanted bro. you to know like how Damn. quickly this shit devolved, yeah. you know, from his ridiculous ass like charter that he wrote yeah. that I yeah. read earlier. This shit is ridiculous, bro. I know. The guy in charge of the mail, he was accused of opening letters intended for rebels. So he started a rumor that one of the head rebels had gotten four different native women pregnant in the same night while surveying the colony. <laughs> they, they just freestyling now, bro. They're just, yep. they just coming up with <laughs> shit. So all the while, Lane is in the capital registering the the association, which I don't I don't really understand. But um, and he was gone for so long that the rebels accused him of land swindling uh, when he at- returned. And again, he tried to resign. <laughs> <laughs> this dude, he should have just went back to Australia himself. Yeah, he just, like, yeah, he just on a night ship, yeah. just like, cool, I'm out, bro. I'll let them just kill themselves. Fuck it. Uh, three men got kicked out um, and solely due on how much they were drinking. <laughs> uh, and it apparently took the native police armed with swords to get them out of the little colony. Oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> uh, not too long after this, uh, 19 people left. And by December, Crazy NASA had lost about a third of its population, totaling 81 people. <laughs> so we're like four months in here. <laughs> Didn't even make it a full fucking half year. Yeah. Uh, December 31st, <laughs> the Royal Tar headed out of Australia with 199 new passengers. Oh. It would have been 204, but they got kicked off the ship because they were, you guessed it, drunk. <laughs> Before they left Australia. One guy, though, uh, had just missed the boat. Like, he just <laughs> didn't get there on time. And he was wh- apparently one of the people that sold his house to Holy be able shit. to get on the boat. Oh, wow. <laughs> he got too drunk. <laughs> Bro, he yeah. got drunk the night before, but yep. hung over. And yep. was like, oh, shit. Uh, is that? Yeah, 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 snooze. <laughs> well, they didn't have snooze back then. So yeah. he's just like, fuck it. Yeah. Uh, 
Now, the apparently the second boat ride was way more fun. They were betting on dolphins swimming next to the ship, played mm. cricket on the deck with a ball tied to a really long string so they wouldn't lose it over yeah, the water, nice, nice, nice. and uh, had boxing matches and dances at night at the same damn time. Yeah, that's that's right. right. So that fist fighting lit. over here, swing dancing over there. Yeah. Woohoo! <laughs> so, so this is the first cruise ship, basically. Yeah, yeah. basically. Yeah. <laughs> Straight up. They got entertainment and everything, bro. Mm -hmm. Turn up. Now, back at the colony, Lane was sulking in his hut most of the time due to the amount of people that he had already lost. I'm sensing a theme here. Mm -hmm. Shit goes wrong. He sulks. Mm -hmm. If they get mad at him, he tries to quit. Mm -hmm. (laughs) His wife had just recovered from uh, recent childbirth and pneumonia very quickly after that. Oh, wow. And he wanted her to go back to Australia to recruit more single women. What an ass. What? What? (laughs) <laughs> to recruit more single women, but they're supposed All to start. The single ladies. All the single they're ladies. supposed to start eight hundred families in Paraguay. Yeah, yeah like what? <laughs> and his wife is fucking fresh off of sickness. Yeah, well, that's the much more glaring thing. Yeah, you know? but yeah. Oh god. Anyway, this dude is a fucking stupid asshole. Um, <laughs> when the new when this new batch of people landed, they were greeted by a group of the rebels who tried to discourage them from going into New Australia. You can't drink. Uh, Lane, Lane tried to intercept, and uh, one um, of the people that decided to say fuck it and just go straight back to Australia, based off what the rebels had said, yeah. was a sixty year old man, which is very old for the time. Uh huh. Um, he wanted to leave and. When Lane confronted him to like try and be like, no, 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 stay, we need you. He just punched him in the face. They yes. got back on the boat. <laughs> That's <laughs> awesome. Fuck away from me, bro. This shit is stupid. I don't know how I believe this. Yeah. Hmm. At least they heeded advice and like dipped. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? Uh, within a week, 15 more people left. And this newest big issue was all over cattle. So one cow was being slaughtered a day to butcher and then kind of disseminate equally throughout the community. Mm-hmm. Mm. And the tongue was supposed to be evenly distributed as well. Like you get it one day, you mm-hmm. get it the next day, you get it the next day kind of thing. And some people had never gotten one and it's devolved into this massive, massive issue over mm-hmm. a cow's tongue. Jesus Christ. Just thought that was interesting. They're just looking yeah. for shit to fight yeah. about, period, because yeah. they're yep. fucking insane. Lane, they're going crazy at this point. Yeah. William Lane and his now just 63 supporters out of the over 400 shipped over at this point decided, fuck it, I'm going to start a new, new colony. (laughs) See, this is the new of the new inside of the old (laughs) thing, but it's new, though. And he wrote back home to have money sent over to help him do it. And he asked his wife to come back as well, who decided to wait 10 months before doing so. Yeah, she's probably chilling like this mm. shit. I got to go back. I don't want to go back. No, yet. I don't want to She probably this. start another family. Yeah, right. You know, 10 months, that's, no, that's a long enough time to, you know, you see what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. Anyway. Yeah, yeah. Hey. Uh, during the last <laughs> few days together before, between the, the, the Royalist and the Rebels, because the Royalists are going to be going with Lane, the Rebels are just going to stay mm-hmm. in New Australia. Um, mm. They got even more hostile. One guy challenged a uh, fist fight, and the other dude just pulled out his re- revolver and shot him. <laughs> Damn. Damn. Let's fight. All right. Yeah. Pow. Yeah, yeah. Oh, Lane, you got one of these? Uh, Look at that. Lane <laughs> <laughs> Look at that. Now, now, who's, now who's angry? Yeah, yeah. yeah all right. Uh, Lane and his royalists uh, left two days later, just eight months after this whole fucking thing started. On their way to a temporary camp, eight men left. <laughs> Damn. So he's marching out at the front of the line. It's like, wait, did this get a little smaller? <laughs> <laughs> I heard the chin get lower. Yeah, yeah. Like, we're losing voices out here, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Motherfuckers are dropping off the map. <laughs> Who's seen Tony? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now, fuck this, bro. I'm, I'm going back. <laughs> now, now, 56 settlers <laughs> took wagons and got to their new home, which they named Cosme, 30 miles away from New Australia. This fucking New Australia shit's cracking <laughs> With roughly 270 colonists still there. The rebels reached out to old Australia, we'll say, <laughs> for help. And New South Wales, which is like the state that Sydney's in, uh, agreed to uh, pick them up and kind of like set a good example for people to stay in Australia. Because you remember, there's still people like working with William Lane in Australia, trying to gather more people to put on another boat to send them over to like keep growing this communist colony. 
in he's South got America. People bamboozled, hypnotized. Yeah. 25 other people in New Australia raised enough money to get train tickets down to uh, Buenos Aires, where the British prime minister, I guess, happened to be there. He described them as perfectly destitute. <laughs> Well, that's terrible. And, uh, and asked Perfectly. if, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> what the fuck? I love that. Uh, and uh, asked if New South Wales would pick them up as well, but they said no. <laughs> there you go. More and more left New Australia to the point that the few remaining families risk starvation. They basically all just scatter, and most end up in Buenos Aires after they either get lucky enough to get passage back to Australia or England, or they're literally just lost to history. There's a lot of documentation of, hmm. you know. This family with his last name. Yeah. Like this one guy apparently like lost his hand trying to work to save up money to get a enough passage for his family mm-hmm. over. And this other woman died. And then apparently like one wife split off with another like um, husband. You mm-hmm. know, It's crazy. There's all sorts of shit, but we don't have enough time <laughs> yeah. for all that shit. Yeah, that's fucking wild. I was uh-huh. just thinking like the, the legacy of the people that might have survived, how they changed the like genetics of that area actually yeah. we will get to In that like a time yeah. you know what I mean? um, like, here's a crazy thing you remember one of the drunks that got kicked out really early on mm. well he did make his way back home with his blind son who ended up uh, grew up to be a really revered violin teacher nice <laughs> huh. a blind violinist yeah, yeah there's also uh an 18 year old named washington Sorensen. bro turn up i mm. know mm. he was one of the first uh separatists to make it back home and he did so by stowing away or working his way over 30,000 miles through Argentina, Chile, Germany, and England. Jesus Christ. Hey, with a name like Washington Sorensen, bro, <laughs> well, yeah. you, you got to do some epic shit in your life, bro. Mm-hmm. Dude, when he finally got back to Australia, the local paper like did an interview on him because it was so nuts of a story. And he said he didn't regret the loss of his like 60-pound entrance fee because, quote, he had... Whips of fun for his money. Whips of fun. (laughs) Whips of fun. And to me, that's a nice little segue to their money. Mm -hmm. Because if someone decided to leave Crazy NASA, they were supposed to be able to reclaim their money from a savings account. (laughs) (laughs) Turns out that account did not exist. (laughs) Oh, man. Yeah, people believe to be believing this shit, bro. So and crazy instead, to me. all of their money was used on buying and fixing up the royal tar. Of course. Yeah. Walter, who was that running. Just drop out the sky. I know. <laughs> like the fuck? Uh, a guy named Walter, who was running things for Lane in Sydney, wrote to him saying, The situation is bung up here, and the irony of it all is that I will probably go to jail over it. Nice blank position, ain't it? (laughs) (laughs) Basically, fuck you, bro. You set me up for failure. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) He was planning on taking the third ship over to New Australia with the rest of his family. His oldest son was apparently already in Paraguay somewhere. Like, I think they lost track of him because of all the moving and shifting and everybody like yeah, with the bailing old, out the, and shit. Let me do the new, new settlement uh-huh. and then give up on that and then go back to the old, old, new, new and then send some more people if you can. Yeah. Like how are they still believing in this shit? How are they still sending yeah. people? I don't well, know. Like, anyway. Walter definitely lost crazy. fate <laughs> and he, uh, he quit and he left for Melbourne. <laughs> he changed his last name, settled in Tasmania where he founded a labor party there and served two terms in their Congress. Jesus Christ. Like, what the fucking what? What? What, like, what in the hell, bro? <laughs> what a wild time to just go somewhere and be like, hey, this is what I think, and then you just run shit. <laughs> okay. Like, what? <laughs> Jesus, fuck. Oh, man. So the guy that took Walter's place um, as, like, president of Crazy NASA in Australia, a guy named Gilbert Casey, he took the books and had them audited. So I guess he's trying to protect his ass. <laughs> uh, Faux show. Mrs. Lane finally returned back to uh, Paraguay, and two days later, her son was killed when a cricket ball struck him above the heart. What? What the fuck? Yeah. What well, at least she had that other child back in Australia. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> Lane. Whoa. Anyway, Lane decided to sell the royal tar to settle debts. Their wheat crops were discovered to have a blight. And the two men in charge of the cattle and the horses, one was arrested by local authorities and never heard from again. Nice. The other stole a <laughs> rifle and a horse and disappeared into the night. 
So, <laughs> so they both got disappeared. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Meanwhile, uh, settlers are still coming from Australia. The third ship got it's there. Fucking insane. To yeah. Me, How are you not hearing about the news? I the, guess he's just withholding information. Yeah. All of the cooks in the colony went on strike. <laughs> At this point, they only had their only source of income was subsidies from Paraguay of eight hundred pounds a month. Oof. So they're paying them to eventually, I guess, breed with their women, I suppose. Mm-hmm. But that's their only money now. Uh, one after another, people slowly drifted away into other towns. By October, individual families claimed portions of land as their own, and it quickly shifted from communal living to individual ownership. By January of 1897, the final assets of Crazy NASA was sold, and the money was divided equally amongst the families that were still there. Mm-hmm. Paraguay gave each of these colonists 110 acres of land. Holy shit. The fuck? Finally ending New Australia once and for all. Shout out to Paraguay for pimping these motherfuckers. Like, hey, yeah, we're going to need y'all to help our population grow. Cool, the crazies got weeded out. We disappear niggas every night. We don't like them. We're going to disappear them. We're going to keep y'all. Here's some land. Thank you for the babies. We'll see y'all. Yeah. Keep y'all over here. This is y'all's land. I think you're absolutely right. Yeah, bro. They pimped the shit out of these people. (laughs) Yeah, they did. And they had a dumbass that fucking clowned it out for them. So now back to Cosme, William Lane's new new all-star. Australia. I, f- I forgot about the new new. I don't know. There were <laughs> new new. 60, uh, 16 families, 38 single men, and 10 single women. Good numbers there. Yeah. All communal <laughs> still. Clean living and clean white. No intermixing. They had two acres of farmland, 40 heads of cattle. They never starved, but they did eventually run out of cattle. But they had a newspaper. That's, that's so mm-hmm. That was read to the it's group important. every night. That's important. And yeah. it was mostly about the wild animals that they'd kill for meat, like eels and monkeys. Hmm. So Jim killed a damn monkey last night. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Yep. And uh, <laughs> Brenda here killed a snake in the garden the other day. <laughs> yep. See me tomorrow for the next news. Yeah. <laughs> like, what the fuck are they talking about, bro? Like, what is yeah. there to fucking put in the newspaper? Uh, well, <laughs> anyway. something else that they decided to put in there were insanely racist joke advertisements. Of course. I That's apologize. what they based in, my guy. I apologize profoundly. This is a quote. Need that to be known. Mm. Household furniture made in the home. No Chinamen in the workshops. Or boycott the chinky and save oh. yourself from yellow agony by buying vegetables from a white gardener. Jesus Christ. Jesus. Woof. In 1896, Paraguay officially made Cosme a colony and established a post office for him. I keep thinking you're going to say cosplay. Yeah, too. I know, right? Uh, (laughs) Lane almost died of dysentery, and uh, he wrote that he wouldn't have survived if it weren't for how good the community was to him. Someone else wrote, quote, Lane tried the patience of our nurses, wanted it all his own way, and took brandy and wine like a babe does to the breast, but insisted on calling it tonic. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah, we, we ain't drinking, bro. We, we ain't, ain't drinking, drinking, but, uh, hey, you got that stash for me, though? Yeah. I'm going to need that. Hmm. As he's dying of diarrhea... Yeah, yeah. amazing. Like, yeah. Also, he's like, the community's so great here. They saved my life. And then the other person in the community's like, no, you're just a fucking annoying yep. bitch. <laughs> you're, you're a stupid alcoholic racist, my dude. We should just let your ass die. Yeah. Uh, the Sydney Bulletin reported that the latest, lo- latest rumors of Cosme is that everyone has elephantitis. Mm. Big old bowels. Yeah. I think old nuts. We got thirty-eight like, single men. Like and uh, I Nicki think Minaj's now, cousin. Uh, <laughs> yeah, uh, they were. I think this is seriously because they were down to three single women. So William Lane went to England for more recruits and did not find any. Hmm? The colony started to tank after he left. A baby drowned in a well. A guy got crushed to death by a sugar processor. Uh, <laughs> wow. Uh, the <laughs> river flooded, and one of the single women left. So, so anytime he leaves, shit goes it's real fucked. south. It's fucked. Yeah. So there's two single ladies and 33 single dudes. New Year comes around. Those, those numbers suck, bro. That's a terrible house party. I know. Mm-hmm. Uh, new Year <laughs> comes around with six new adults and three new children showing up. Oh. <laughs> Why do people keep hook, do linking up with this dude, know. bro? 
so, <laughs> shit is out, annoying me. <laughs> William Lane is still in England giving lectures and stays for a full fucking year. What? During this time, the newcomers did not fit in. People started leaving. And by the time that Lane gets back, they had lost a third of their population again. So, Why didn't he even come back? I know. Back, if he already wanted to resign. But here's the shit, though. Chill. He came back and immediately resigned. <laughs> <laughs> Finally got his wish, eh? Uh, saying that the labor movement was hopeless. You think? He was, oh, that's what you remember yeah. what it was about now? Because yeah. nobody fucking remembers anymore. <laughs> he was 38 years old. He moved to New Zealand, where he became a very successful writer at the New Zealand Herald under the pen name Tahunga, Maori Prophet. Uh, what okay. the fuck? Uh, he went from establishing an insanely racist communist cult colony in South America to having a fake name that is one of the native individuals of New Zealand. Profit. That's crazy, bro. <laughs> That's fucking wild. Well, you know, anybody with those type of beliefs are normally hypocritical anyway. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> Shit is wild. He died of bronchitis at the age of 57 in 1917. In 1908, back in Cosme, there were nine people left. The following oh, year, the following year, they signed God. a document dividing up the land and assets amongst themselves, just like New Australia did. It was 16 years after the royal tar left Sydney the very first time. Any Australian left eventually assimilated completely into Paraguay, uh, marrying natives, learning the language. Uh, there are roughly 2,000 people in Paraguay of Australian descent today. That's insane. That's fucking wild, bro. Mm -hmm. What a fucking crazy story, <laughs> dog. Like, what? This dude, man. Ah. Like, it's a movie that I would watch, but, like, be annoyed the whole fucking time mm -hmm. when I'm too. watching it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And they'd get, like, a good dude, like, Bradley Cooper or somebody to play it. You right. know what I mean? So you're trying to like him <laughs> yeah, the whole it's time. Like, ah, yeah, yeah, I can't yeah. fucking like this dude. Yeah. Like, what the fuck? Man, William fucking Lane, huh? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm, I'm disgusted. Me too. He Jim just, Jones to Jim Jones. Yeah. I just can't believe that. <laughs> at, least he, at least he didn't forcefully kill everybody. Right. He, yeah, that's he, true. He, he, did, he did ship a lot of people off to their death. Yeah. Or disappearing. I'm pretty yeah, sure a lot will. of people fucking died, man. Oh, oh yeah. They probably didn't oh, count yeah. the casualties that happened on the ship. Yeah. People died, died on those ships all the time back in the day, bro. That shit, woof. Amazing, right? And Just then the nuts. new, new inside the old. <laughs> what the fuck are you doing, bro? Like uh, bailing. That's yeah. what he did best. He, was he should have when he when yeah. he got you know? when he got to shore and left, and they came back and seen it was in dismay. He should have just fucking left. Mm -hmm. He should just left. Went back to Australia. It was like cool. Anyway, the beach is dope. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Like eat some waffles, nigga. Water's like, really clear. <laughs> Crazy. That shit is wild, bro. Um, I do have to throw out a, a massive uh, credit to uh, the Dollop podcast. Mm -hmm. That's where oh, I initially yeah. heard Shout this a long time ago, and I remembered liking it. And I was kind of like searching my old head movies for um, fun stories. Mm -hmm. And I went back, listened to it again, and I was like, yeah, this is totally going to stand up. Um, pretty esoteric kind of story, yeah. deep in Australian history kind of a thing. So yeah. I used a lot. Of their yeah. information, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah, so, for sure, for sure. Wanted to give them a big thanks. Yeah, hell yeah. Shout out to the dollar, man. Link up with us, guess. Um, But yeah, man, high facts. Mm -hmm. I didn't know about New Australia mm -mm. and all this fucking bonkers ass shit. <laughs> This dude, this dude was a communist, socialist, racist, alcoholic. <laughs> <laughs> that didn't want anybody else to drink. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's all mine. <laughs> That's fucking wild, bro. Anyway, uh, yeah, you know. Be better than William Lane. <laughs> yeah. Doesn't take much. Yeah, right? <laughs> well, you know, hope you have a great fucking weekend and uh, all that good stuff. Email us. Tell us what you think. Tell us some new things because I think we're about to be ending this season. Yeah, actually, so, this is a really good time for us to uh, request that y'all send us anything you'd like us to talk about. I would love to hear um, suggestions. Suggestions, just something that outside of my world out mm -hmm. of my yeah. knowledge base that, that, that weird history we can from. put our comedy on yeah or put our vibe into yeah 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 you know you know the vibe mm -hmm. <laughs> you know the vibes friends period facts period fiction at gmail.com uh -oh. uh -oh. look at that uh -oh. that's the vibes <laughs> anyway um yeah man stay stay blessed be be awesome
I'm Justin Hammonds, and I'm saying love, live, life, because it's worth living, y'all. And I'm Drew Shownut, <laughs> and I'm saying be kind, stay informed, and make a motherfucking difference. Bang, bang. Grant Bramlett here. If you're one of the people uh, in Paraguay these days of Australian descent, uh, I always loved you. Mm. I'm doing it backwards on purpose. Mm-hmm. If you're William Lane or one of his descendants, never liked you. <laughs> 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 That's not true. His great-great-grandson or something might be pretty cool. But. Might be. Probably not. Hey, man. Probably just an alcoholic that doesn't like anybody. <laughs> <laughs> well, he's, he's probably a Kiwi. So hey, that. that's true. <laughs> yeah. That's true. Yeah, look at that. Mm-hmm. So an alcoholic Anyways. that doesn't like anybody. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, man. Love y'all. Appreciate y'all. I have no idea what I'm going to talk about next week. Anyway, this has been a podcast called Friends, Facts, and Fiction. And we out. Thanks for listening and stay tuned for the next installment. Find us on Facebook and Instagram to stay up to date on all things friends, facts, and fiction. Our Instagram handle is friends underscore facts underscore fiction. As always, please reach out to us. You can send any of your questions, praise, and fact-checking to friends period facts period fiction at gmail.com. It's important to us to only propagate the truth, and we'll correct any errors we may have made. Your hosts and researchers are Justin Hammonds, Grant Bramlett, and Drew Shelnut. Our episodes are produced by Grant Bramlett. Additional producership provided by Grace Higgs. Our recording engineer is Grant Bramlett. Our editor, mix, and mastering audio engineer is Jeremy Mulder. Lighting design is provided by Justin Hammond. This has been a production of Friends, Facts, and Fiction. Okay. Oof. That's why you got to get it out. Early, up top. I hope that's our, our end of the episode. Yeah, right. Little snippet. I actually thought of it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> yeah, we in there.